It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. start with that and uh yeah. see what happens okay welcome to the child care barn girl podcast jeff johnson coming to you live from the snuggery along the gulf of mexico Kristen, coming from the wilds of snowy minnesota yeah hi how you doing amazing uh, let, let's uh listeners we got a sea hag update uh Two episodes ago, when Chris and I were together, I mentioned I might name my 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 pod my my podcast my uh, my Hi kayak hack. my kayak the Sea Hag, um, and and Kristen thought that was derogatory, and I have something more positive. Well, uh, last re- episode, yeah, positive. she she mentioned she mentioned a netting, um, and last episode we touched on it again. Uh, we between episodes we looked up. Uh, so Sea Hag is a is a King Feature Syndicate uh, cartoon character who is the the nemesis of of Popeye, um, and then generally a Sea Hag is a a a term used to describe uh, a woman who spent lots of years at sea. So I think that's an okay name for a kayak, not derogatory or mm-hmm. or disrespectful. For it. I think it's kind of um, respecting it's it, it's in homage to all of the all of the sea hags that have uh have graced the shores of the gulf of mexico yeah and if she's like defeating popeye i think that's powerful so you have my blessing to go ahead and name your kayak sea hag okay and i'm also uh, i still i like the drunken squid too because too. Uh, that's a good one too. So, listeners, still looking for thoughts. I haven't haven't locked in a name for the kayak yet. Um, Kristen, when we were messaging about uh, topic ideas, you mentioned uh, booger eating. Um, so, <laughs> no, so I wasn't booger eating or just picking your nose. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. But picking, okay, okay. Let's, let's talk yeah. about what, that. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll um, it'll be a good break from talking about poop. You're right. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I I posted on Instagram, like, let them pick their nose and then like mm-hmm. listed, like, like, if you think about it, most adults probably have picked their nose, like in the car on their way to work. And then they get to work and they forget that they picked their nose. So they don't actually wash their hands. And it's just a thing. Like sometimes like it's easier to get the bats out of the cave with your finger than with a tissue. Like sometimes when you blow your nose, like things just don't come out. So, but adults really seem to like to have control over children's fingers and their noses. And oftentimes we'll like, you know, if you're sitting at like a circle time and then like a child is picking their nose and you see it, 
I mean, many times, and I'm I've done it before I knew better. Um, calling them out in front of everybody and saying, "Get your finger out of your nose, go wash your hands," like things like that, and and kind of shaming them in front of everybody for this like self care thing, really. And um, I just think like, why do we need to control their picking of their nose? Like, can't we just let them pick their nose? Cause like, but like give them space to do it. Like, like model, model picking your nose. Okay. Tell, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me what that, tell me what that looks like. I don't know. So like that would be, hey I don't guys, know. Here's, you blow is, your is nose. Is that a circle? Is that a circle time activity? Yeah. Watch me pick my nose. But like, instead of, I think, I think there are, there are websites you can go to on the internet and, and, uh, and people pay to watch that. I think I'm sure. No, there there's, I mean, everything exists on the internet. So I, I guarantee that's out there. I've never searched it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, but I oh bet that's my. a thing. I okay. bet that's a well, thing. So anyhow, like, most adults at some point are, um, they, they pick their nose and like sometimes sure. it's just easier. So let's just like not control that and maybe just give them a space to do it that would be like an appropriate place to pick your nose. So in our program, we had a booger mirror and we didn't actually call it the booger mirror to the children. But amongst the adults, it was the booger mirror. And we just like put it at child height next to the sink, had a little table underneath it with a thing of tissues and the garbage can was right there. And then we just would like suggest if they're picking their nose quietly, like, hey, there's a mirror over there and a tissue. Go. Why don't you go take care of that over there? And then you can see it. Um, And then it was right by the sink. And so like it just became like a non-issue over time like the picking of the nose so but then <clears throat> what was amazing is underneath this post I mean there's hundreds of comments of people like oh my gosh I picked my nose on the way to work today like the adults were just they were all admitting that like yeah I yeah I picked my nose I don't know why I'm telling children not to pick their nose like so then it just became kind of a thing where there's so many things that we do as adults that we expect children not to do. And we try to control it. Like, like if you're ever like walking down a hallway in a building and you're with somebody that you like, you're not going to walk completely silently down the hallway. You're going to like chat a little bit with the person. Like if you're no, walking down the hallway with your co-teacher not, at school. Not me, not me. It's single file, hands to myself, silent. Well, That's the way it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't do that because I like, I like to have conversation with people. So, and it's awkward if you're walking with somebody down the hallway to not say anything at all. So I mean, so that's just one example of things that we think we have to like control children, but then well, like we do the exact opposite as adults. Yeah. My favorite example of this that I like to use is uh, there, there are plenty of adults out there who put a lot of time and energy and resources into uh, their cleanup policies and how everything needs to be back in its place. And this is a big thing. And <laughs> if you gave me the keys to these people's yeah. homes 
85% of them would have places that their, their desk was cluttered. There was yeah. laundry all over the yeah. place. There were dirty, there were dirty dishes in the sink. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it, it, it's kind of hypocritical in a lot of ways to, yeah. to expect things to do kids to do things that, that the adults can't manage. Yes. Um, I, I guess, I guess a preschool teacher who could, could verify to me that they had never in their life picked their nose um, in, in a public setting would, could maybe have that rule, but uh, until they've, they've got some sort of certification, I would, I would require that they couldn't, they couldn't do that. <laughs> um, my dad used to like pick his nose all the time in the car and then he would like roll the boogers up sure, and like put them on the floor next to him. Sure. Did he, did, did he have like a, a receptacle there for him where he no, was like collecting them? the floor. It was just on the floor. Like, I don't think I ever opened the door to like look for the pile of boogers, but I'm sure it was there. But maybe he had a pet hamster or something running around <laughs> eating them or something. <laughs> uh, so, okay, but then also somebody commented how they saw somewhere that eating your boogers is actually a healthy thing. Well, that's something I wanted to, to mention. I, I read the same thing there. I can't remember his name. There's a researcher who who actually um, building the immune system. Yeah. Um, you're, you're kind of uh, you're the the all the all the ickiness, quote unquote, ickiness in that and that booger actually gets into your system and helps build the immune immune system is what some researchers are finding. And 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 look what I this has been a couple of years ago and this was one study and it was fairly a small study. But the the science seems to indicate and that sounds wishy washy. But but the reality is right now it is wishy wishy washy that 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 apparently helps build the immune system. The the only thing that would apparently be better is uh, is microdosing on on other people's boogers. Um, <laughs> if you were really wanting to build an <laughs> immune system, and this is this is, I think I've talked to Lisa about this before. We've it, it, this has totally come up in the podcast before. Um, so so really, if you want to help kids build build healthy immune systems, um, sharing boogers would n probably not be a bad idea, according to a tiny little bit of research that yeah, you should take with I a grain of salt. I think you should add that to your list of 12 and make it 13 and like lick Tasha's boogers out of her nose. I'm sure you can find that on the internet as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can. People will pay you to watch that. That's your next business idea. You can add that to your sea shack. <laughs> the pirates, the parrots, the nets, the peg leg. And uh, I will eat your boogers if you pay me. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> hey, listeners. Um, I was just standing here being quiet watching Kristen. <laughs> Um, we should really start reducing, re releasing video. Um, uh, yeah, I could do that. Not gonna, not gonna happen, but, um, we do have a, have a, a sponsorship, uh, commercial coming up. So are you in the look? Are, oh, let's, let me restart that. This is a live okay, read okay. A lot of podcasts do live reads, right? Are you on the lookout for a, for an eye patch or a peg leg or a hook? Well, come to Jeff's Eye Patch Peg Leg and Hook Emporium on the beach along the Gulf Coast of Mexico. Currently, one location, and we're not going to give you the address because we're kind of keeping that private. But 
you know, if you can find us, we'll sell you a peg leg or an eye patch or a hook. I put them in a different order that time. Uh, we'll customize them. Look, if you want a picture of your, your long lost love on your peg leg, we can do it. If you want a picture of an eye, um, well, let's see, a scary uh, a Komodo dragon eyeball on your eye patch or or like uh, the logo from your favorite band, we can do that. If you want a, a hook made out of, out of pure platinum, uh, probably we could figure it out, but it'd cost a hell of a lot of money. Anyway, come to Jeff's Eye Patch Hook and Peg Leg Emporium along the beach. Where the hooks are for booger picking. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see how this business isn't going to take off. Um, so <laughs> booger picking, okay with Kristen. I got no problem with it. I've got other things to present my time and attention on than what other people are doing with their their noses. Um, what about booger eating? Sure, eat your boogers, I guess. In the, in the In the classroom, you're cool with? Yeah, why not? I mean, it's easy disposal. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I th th go ahead. Is that like against, I don't know. Is that like not an, would that be an okay thing? I don't know. Like kids like lick all the snot off their nose. And like, to me, I'm just like, okay, like let them do that. I mean, but I might say, oh, why don't you go grab a tissue? Go ahead over to the mirror, clean that up. But I don't know. I guess like some, I, some people are probably really against booger eating. I don't eat boogers. And I don't have think any ever, of my children you, eat boogers. Have you ever eaten a booger? Probably when I was little. Yeah. But like the thought of a booger in my mouth right now, like that makes me want to gag like the texture, like, cause you can kind of have like some that are like half slimy, half crunchy. Mm -hmm. That was, that's just gross for me. So it's a, it's a sensory thing, not a, it's a booger thing. So, so, so yeah, say, I don't know, um, I don't know say, if I would like what's that, that, that jelly bean company that makes the, the weird tasting jelly bean. Yeah. 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 What's, the, what, I, what's jelly the name? Belly. Yeah. Okay. So say jelly belly comes out with uh jelly boogers. And so they're, they're, they're fun flavors, but they, they have the consistency of, of uh, different boogers. Um, would you be into that? No. Okay, so it's just a consistency thing. It's not a fact that so. it's a booger. Uh, yeah, but they do have a bogey flavor. They call it bogey. A bogey flavor jelly belly. Really? So yeah. I wonder who did the research and development on that. Listeners, I've, I'm going to be so busy with my my eye patch, peg leg, and hook emporium. I've got no time for the the candy boogers uh, business. So anybody wants to take off with that, you can have the idea. I just, you know, 10% for, uh, for, for I'll, I'll take 5%. Um, I'll take for, five for the, too. I, for the idea. Um, I, I don't know. You yeah. didn't really come up with a candy booger idea. I thought it was kind of, I know, but I'm but, here. Okay. Okay. Well you can have two and a half percent. Um, <laughs> so, uh, boogers, but, uh, so I, is I, that I, something you so, need to put in your policy handbook? Like we allow children to eat boogers. Um, well, look, I think it might be something to, to, to think about because, the the purpose of having handbooks is to get everybody on the same page. Yeah. Um. And so if you have 
have somebody in one classroom doing it one way and somebody in another classroom doing something another way, it, it just leads to confusion. And so yeah. when you can spell things like that out, you're doing everybody a favor because that just, it, it arms them with information. This is how things happen here. I wonder what the feedback would be. I wonder if anybody has that in their handbook, like booger picking and whatnot and how they handle it. Um, that would be interesting to find out. But also like, I bet you get so much pushback from parents about that. They'd be like, oh, that's disgusting. Like, I can't believe they actually like let them do that. But in all actuality, like half the time, you don't even know if a child's picking their nose because they might be like in play and like you're playing with your, I don't know, doing something else and they just like pick it and eat it. So like, can't you just pretend you didn't see it happen? Well, yeah, I mean, it's all about deciding where you want to spend your time and energy and attention. And and for me, there are there are bigger picture things Same. for me to spend my time and attention on. And um, but look, in in a lot of settings, this it's it's about power. And so if you as the adult feel you need to have a lot of power over these children for whatever reason, you're gonna build some friction and some heat over things like this. And, yeah. and if you're you're more into giving kids more power and control, you're gonna figure out a way to to step back and let them let them do that. I'm look, I'm a I'm a pretty much a libertarian and I'm kind of a of hey, you're free to do you kind of guy. And and there's the whole my body, my choice. Uh, thing and I think this falls under under that you know it's my mm -hmm. my nose my finger fuck you for telling trying to tell me what to do <laughs> that's the that's the approach I would personally can take, I tell but... you can I tell you a um really quick story about the my body my choice thing with my daughter she's a sixth grader so last year she was in fifth grade and she had decided like I don't know she colored her whole hand blue with a marker during class and she got to her next class because she switched teachers for math and the math teacher was like um absolutely not go wash your hands and so she had to go wash her hands and then she came home and was talking to me about it and she was so furious and she's like mom it's my body like why does she get to tell me that I have to go wash the blue off my hand and I was like okay do it again and the next time she tells you to wash it off say it's my body not yours and I'm choosing to keep it on and I will support you. So, <laughs> so that happened. She never did it again, but then, so this leads, she's like my little, she's advocating for herself. So in sixth grade, they have like a swimming unit and um, they, the, the females are not allowed to wear a two-piece suit. And the males can wear swim trunks from home, like that they, you know, that they're comfortable in. So like my daughter does not have a one-piece swimming suit because she doesn't choose to wear a one-piece swimming suit. So she has a two-piece. So we had to go out and buy a special swimsuit for swim class. And she's like, why are they making me cover up my stomach? Like the boys don't have to cover up their stomach. Like this is not fair. I don't feel like I should have to wear a one piece swimsuit so that I don't because she in, in her words, she was like, so that the boys aren't turned on and can't concentrate on swimming. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. a little bit full of herself, isn't she? Yeah. So then I was like, OK, well, what can you do about this? Like she's like, well, I could show up in a two piece swimsuit and just say this is what I'm wearing. It's my body. I can choose what I want to wear. 
Um, and then she's like, or I could just, I could go in a one piece, but then like try to talk to whoever's in charge of making that decision about it. And I was like, okay, so who is that? And she's like, um, maybe I'll just send an email to the vice principal. And I was like, okay. So she crafted an email and just was very kind. She read it to me and it was just very like, I'm wondering why I can't wear something I'm comfortable in when a boy can wear something he's comfortable in and he can show his stomach, but I can't show my stomach. And so she ended up having a meeting with the vice principal. I don't think anything got changed because it has to go through the whole school board and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, I was proud of her for advocating I, for herself. I am too. Yeah. My, uh, your kids don't listen to this podcast, do they? No. Okay. My favorite of your children. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little, uh, little feisty, a little, uh, yeah. little rebellious, a little bit oh, of yeah. a handful. Yeah, like oh, yeah. that kid, like that yeah. kid. Tell Do her, you know tell her she... I'm proud of her. Oh, I know. Do you know what I'm, she? I'm does? sure. I'm sure she won't care. But <laughs> no, she ordered um, from Amazon like little tiny plastic babies, and uh, she leaves babies like little plastic babies all over the school. She like right. keeps them in her pocket and then just like, she's like, mom, I put one in my science teacher's fish tank today. <laughs> that such sounds you go, delightful. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of ordering things on Amazon, um, since we moved into the snuggery here, um, I, I ordered a, a collection of googly eyes uh, that should be delivered today. What are you um, going to do with those? Well, put them on your eye patches. Two well, I mean, look, listeners, if you want an eye patch with a googly eye on it, we can totally make that happen. Yeah, uh, do like eight, to, so they look like a uh, spider. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, we found I found a picture on the interweb of a of a of a young woman. She had she covered her whole face and neck with with googly eyes, and uh, I thought it was kind of awesome looking. Tasha was repulsed and almost. Flew I'm up. sure she was. Um, so it's it's cool. Um, but no, we were we're planning <laughs> on getting one of those. Uh, those robot vacuum cleaners to kind of manage the, the amount of uh, uh, sand that me and the dogs bring into the snuggery. And uh, we, we figured we need to put googly eyes on that. But then, then I've got my, my robot garbage can, um, Reggie. Um, and we thought it'd be nice to have, uh, I, I googly eyes on him. So every time he opens his lid up, there's googly eyes. Um, so that would be fun. And then I got, I got, I got uh, Reggie Jr. for the, for, for my bathroom. And so uh, then we thought maybe on the washer and dryer needed some. Oh speed. my gosh. So we're going to, we're going to experiment with googly eyes here at the snuggery. Um, butt picking. What about, uh, what about butt picking? That's kind of a related topic. Yeah. So like, it, like, okay. Again, it's like, give, like, give them the space to do it. So like, if they're itchy, like, a, you got to figure out if you're meeting their needs as far as like, do they need help wiping their butt? Sure. Um, so that's a thing. But then also like, hey, if you're going to, if you're itchy, you need to itch that. Like if they're doing it with their hands in their pants, mm -hmm. the bathroom is probably a, the, a good area to do that. 
Um, so do you, are you, you, you said, you said in your program, you had the, uh, the booger mirror set up. You, did you have a, a butt picking uh, mirror station or is that, is that, is that a bathroom? It was a thing? separate center. We separate had it as center. a center and <laughs> you had to, you could only go there when I told you it was time to go there. And then that was the goal. That was the learning objective is to pick your butt. Mm -hmm. No, um, no, it was just a casual mention. Like, Hey, why don't you go take care of that scratch in the bathroom? Sure. And I mean, you don't, you don't know, sometimes it could be an underwear thing. Yeah. I mean, things and, and look, if kids are going to be active and engaged and learning, they need to be comfortable. And if that requires a a finger in the nose for 15 and a half seconds or, or, or a little bit of, uh, of wedgie removal, um, it, it, it's kind of a necessary, um, everything going on in an early learning program is built on the foundation of lower level Maslow, those personal needs. And if those personal needs and, and Hey, I can't pay attention to because, because I can't breathe because there's this thing obstructing my nose or, or because my, my underwear have crawled halfway up my butt or because yeah. I didn't quite wipe, um, uh, uh, completely because my arms are short and I haven't kind of figured out um, the 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 uh, the 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 ability to manage my mm-hmm. body to do that wiping to the level it needs to be done and so there's a little bit of poop there and I'm feeling sorry Pam sorry <laughs> Pam so, Pam we we went through Pam we went through a, a I think a good series of episodes without any poop talk but um there's there's a little bit of drying poop there and I need to kind of adjust the, I mean yeah it's monkey butt. It, it really makes it difficult to pay attention yeah. to what you're playing or what you're listening to or what you're being told. Yeah, they told. can't learn with an itchy butt. I, I mean, it's the same with the tag in the back of the t-shirt that's yeah. bothering somebody. It's it's part of that self-care stuff, I guess. Huh? I used to have like air quotes, nuts in my socks when I was little because the seam on the top of the sock would like hit my foot and it felt so weird. And I used to have a really big struggle. And I remember screaming at my parents, there's nuts in my socks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a, a princess of the pea kind of thing going on there. <laughs> hey, listeners, oh, we made it almost to that end of this episode without me talking about poop. Um, uh, uh, something happened on the beach the other day, Kristen. <laughs> And it's, I've talked poop? about, I've talked, what? Does it involve uh, poop? Yeah, it does. Um, and okay. I, 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 look, this came oh. up, this came up a couple of years ago with, uh, with Lisa Murphy, one of the dogs who we were out and, uh, and, uh, and she did her business and it stood straight up. Um, <laughs> and I was like, this is a miracle. I've never seen anything like this before. Well, it happened twice. It happened on the beach the other day. Um, did you get a picture? I did not because. I was at the beach with two dogs. I didn't have my phone with because I, that's the life I'm trying to live. Um, but uh, if, if you need photographic evidence, when it happens a third time, I'll I'll make sure I run home and get a picture for you before I bag it. So I guess it isn't as miraculous as I thought it was. It's happened twice to me in like three years. So oh my goodness, um, yeah, that's. I think that's something we should end the show on. Nobody needs yeah. to hear that kind of stuff. Um, but listeners, if you've had any, any kind of miracles in your life, like I just described, or <laughs> or even more miraculous, you can call us or text us at 
1-800-273-6737. If you have thoughts about booger picking or butt picking or relationship advice or or anything that we talk about or haven't talked about yet, you want to buy stock in the eye patch, um, mm. peg leg and uh, hook business, anything like that, reach out, let us know. I, I'm probably going to need a logo. I'm going to need a, a logo for that business. Uh, Larissa, you're an artist. Maybe make me a logo for my eye patch. Uh, 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 what eye patch peg leg? Yeah, hook. but you you need yeah. a name for it before yeah. Jeff Jeff's eye patch peg leg and hook emporium. Oh, okay. Didn't you didn't you listen to the commercial? Yeah, I did, but I forgot that part. Yeah, well, you were so mesmerized by watching me do the live read that it was probably hard to hard to listen. <laughs> um, let's wrap this up and go home. This is for the Childcare Barn Girl Podcast. Thanks for listening. What's your Instagram, Kristen? Kristen.rb.peterson. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.